What's up, my beautiful mommies, on this amazing Messy Mom Bun Monday? We have so much to talk about today. How are you guys? How are you all? I have totally missed you, and I cannot wait to talk about this very specific topic, which my beautiful moms and even dads out there, everybody who's listening out there, it's going to be about the importance of dating. Okay, everybody knows that it's difficult as a parent, especially if you have multiple children, to find time for yourselves outside of your home. Okay, so recently I had gone to Oregon, I had recorded my demo and things like that, and I wound up taking the shuttle an hour to Salem. And I tell you what, the person that I sat next to, he was so funny. And his biggest advice to me, because he'd been married to his beautiful, I mean, beautiful wife, beautiful kids, for, I want to say like seven or eight years they had been married. And his one piece of advice for me was continue dating. And I'm telling you right now, she and him were both correct because he was also talking to his wife on the phone as well. And I just was so fascinated by their story and I was fascinated by how they have three kids yet they find time once a week to go out, dress up, like they were very specific, dress up, like get out of your sweatpants, get out of that raggedy ass t-shirt and go out and have a good time. So I kind of put that into perspective and I'm like, you know what? Me and my husband have not necessarily been fighting, but it's been like almost like nitpicking at each other. So like just trying to find reasons to be a little bit upset because we really don't have a lot to be upset with each other about. So we finally hit a breaking point where we were like, you know what? For Valentine's Day, we just got to go out. (laughs) We, We have to go out. We have to figure out why in the world our marriage is hitting this roadblock. And it really is because we didn't continue dating. So my mom wound up watching Alexander on Valentine's Day and my husband and I went out. We went bowling. And no, my husband did not get me flowers for Valentine's Day, which I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit sad, but he did take me bowling. And then we went to the Clover Club and had some drinks and played pool and sang some karaoke. And we seriously, and then we went home and we had like probably the best sex of our lives like this. We we now realize the importance of prioritizing dating, prioritizing our feelings and having fun while still being married. Because you know what? I think there's a stigma against married people with kids, like that they have to constantly be home or it's kind of like that same stigma where it's like, oh, well, you're the mom. You should stay home and take care of the baby. Why would you put them in daycare? You know, I figured out why parents put their kids in daycare. It's because your kids are going to drive you fucking crazy if you don't have a moment to yourself. You know what? So I have completely changed my mind on me feeling, I guess you could say, like selfish for wanting to have a date with my husband. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you know what? A lot of new moms and dads probably do go through this. You know, they feel like they need to be with their kid 24 seven or, you know, oh, well, I take my kid to daycare. I don't want to drop him off at a babysitter's house and go on a date. But you know what? I want to let all of you know that I want you to make it a goal, especially if you're going through some times, some troubling times with your partner, 
um, or with your support person, you know, maybe take your mom out to lunch or something if they're your support person and just enjoy your relationship away from the baby or away from the child in general. Cause I know a lot of you listeners don't just have infants. You guys have kids ranging anywhere from zero to who knows, maybe like 25, 36. I don't care. You know, your kids are always going to be your kids. And I want everybody to understand that when it comes to dating, it is so much more important than you think it is. To me, I didn't think that me not going on a date with my husband once every other week was going to be detrimental to my marriage. I'm not saying that we were going to divorce or break up or anything, but you know what? Our attitudes towards each other and the love that we had towards each other was taxing because we didn't have time to just be with each other without our son. We didn't have time to just have the loudest sex that we could because we could have it. You know, it's, it's hard. So, so you heard it from me. You know what? Have loud sex. Go on dates. But please make sure that you drop your kid off at a babysitter and don't be upset or feel bad about dropping him off at a babysitter. However, that being said, okay, I don't know if any of you guys have been looking at Facebook lately. There is a girl on Facebook who was just caught with her boyfriend. She was putting up a a post about how she wanted to babysit other kids and that she was looking for extra money. And then it turned out that her boyfriend was actually assaulting these children. So please, especially with those date, those baby apps, um, please don't just pick a random person to babysit your kids. And I, I promise you most teenagers aren't just looking to babysit a child on the weekends. So, I mean, unless you really know these, these people who are trying to convince you to let them watch their kid, don't, don't do it only because now I'm not saying that like all teenagers who are looking to babysit on the weekends are predators or even people in general who are just looking to babysit your kids are predators because that is not what I'm saying. Not even a little bit. I'm just saying, be aware Be aware of who you're talking to and who you're letting your kids be around. Um, And that includes like toxic family members too. Okay. Like that includes saying no to, you know, say like my sister-in-law, she, or used to be ex-sister-in-law, she wanted to watch Alexander all the time. And I would always say no. And it's because she is a toxic person. And I, I'm telling you, kids absorb everything. They're like sponges. And if you're not careful, they're going to absorb the wrong energies. Now, I know a lot of you are, or maybe not a lot of you, but some of you are going to be like, oh, well, come on, Courtney, that's a bunch of hoopla. Kids don't absorb energy, blah, blah, blah. No, but it, but you know what? Even if you don't believe in that, it is putting your kid around people who aren't living up to your standards. You know, you are surrounding your child with who they will eventually be like if they're watching them on a regular basis. You are who you hang out with. That's a that's a legit thing. So parents, please be mindful of who's watching your kiddos. And I don't mean to sound preachy as if y'all don't already do that. But I'm just saying I, as a new mom, didn't realize how important it is to screen your babysitters. Fun fact, I had... <laughs> this is kind of an embarrassing story. So, you know, I'm not going to say names just to save face for the mom. But uh, recently, you know, her daughters really wanted to watch my son. And you know what? Her daughter is like 13. And I thought, you know what? When I was 13, I was watching multiple kids at once. So my husband was like, okay, you know, it's only for a few hours. It's like two, three hours. It wasn't that long. So my husband comes home and 
there is an open condom wrapper on the sink. Now, mind you guys, I was out of town. So the first thing that popped into his head wasn't like, oh my gosh, my wife is going to see this and she's going to think I like did stuff with a 12 year old or 13 year old. Like, no, my husband, first of all, would never do that. But second of all, we, uh, we just, we have a relationship where, you know, I don't know his password to his phone. Well, honestly, actually I do. Cause it's a bunch of zeros. So, you know, like we don't have passwords. We don't look at each other's stuff because you know, if you have to look at each other's stuff, it's like a full-time job and we're just not about that. We already have a kid and it's already a full-time job as it is. So that being said, he wound up calling the mom, right? And I believe he should have called her first because I was out of town. There was nothing I was going to be able to do about it. So not only was the condom like undone and it was like thrown in the trash with the wrapper still on the sink, all of my makeup was taken out of the drawer and played with. Um, the wine that was sitting in the kitchen was moved. I, he says he doesn't think that they drank any of it, but it was moved and that they had cooked in our kitchen and dirtied like, I mean, a whole fucking sink full of dishes, you know, and that's the last thing that he wanted to do because he had done the dishes before the girls had gotten there. And of course, being nice, he's like, you know, what's mine is yours. If you need to eat, obviously you can eat, but they had brought over like a pizza and snacks. So why they wound up like making mac and cheese and ramen and raviolis like they made so much food. And wasted most of it because it was on the stove still. So, you know, all this stuff was happening. And he calls the mom and says, you know, hey, this is going to be kind of an awkward conversation. I don't know how to tell you this, but, you know, this and this happened. Mind you, um, he did not tell Cassie about the condom part because he felt like it wasn't that big of a deal. He didn't want to get the girls in trouble. So he calls me, right? And he's telling me all this stuff, telling me that he didn't tell her about the open condom and the wine because he didn't want the girls to get in trouble, which I totally get. But I had told him, you know, fun fact, back in the day when I was dating my first love, I was actually nannying for some really amazing people and I loved their kids. But let's face it, I was pretty much a young adult teen, if you will. I was like 18, 19 years old, needed a job. Um, and so they let me nanny their kids. And sure enough, I wasn't paying close enough attention to the neighbor kids that were outside playing with the girls. And one of the neighbor kids had found a condom wrapper um, on the side of the alley because they lived on a corner lot and they had picked it up and put it in the trash can in the basement. And I had no idea that they had picked it up and put it in the trash can because let's be honest, I wasn't watching them close enough because if I would have been watching them close enough, I would have realized right away that there was an empty condom wrapper in the trash can and that I should probably tell the mom, the wife, if you will, that one of the kids had found this and that they had put it in the trash and not to, you know, look out of the ordinary or like even better, just literally wrap up the trash and throw it away and then put a new trash thing in. Like there were so many. And I tell you what, because I wasn't watching close enough, this person had called me and mind you, I'm like 19, 18, 19. And she had called me and she straight up asked me if I was fucking somebody in her house you know, or if it, it wasn't like somebody other than that person, she was like, did you and so-and-so have sex in my house? Because I found an empty condom wrapper and I like froze. I was terrified. It wasn't like, 
I was terrified because I had gotten caught. It was like, oh no, I have no idea how to explain this because I have no idea where it came from. And of course, my first thing was, I don't know where it came from. How would I know why a condom was there? And she straight up said, okay, so that means that my husband is cheating on me and that that's why there was a condom in the trash can. And I was like, no, what? You know, like all of a sudden I was caught up in a huge, huge drama fight, like it was so bad. They wound up like telling the whole family and saying that Evan should kick me to the curb and all this stuff. And then lo and behold, thank goodness for his mom. Cause he had told his mom what was going on. And I had talked to her too. And I was really nervous and scared because we were very close as a family. You know, it was their nanny. So not only was I losing my job, but it was over something one that I didn't do Two accusations that I know that that person didn't cheat on his wife because he is an amazing husband and father to his kids and his wife. But I can see where she was coming from. But at the time being 19 years old, I didn't know the circumstances of why she was so angry. I didn't realize the consequences of me not closely watching those kids, what fights were going to come out of that. And so thankfully, you know, my ex's mom had talked to the person and, um, she had been like, did you ask the neighbor kids? And she Im immediately was like, Oh no, I haven't asked the neighbor kids and didn't even think about it, but it was already too late. She had already told all these people in the family that I had done this and that something had happened, but she has no idea what happened. And you know what? To this day, I still feel, I don't feel bad about the condom. I feel bad about not watching those kids close enough to be able to have explained it right then and there. Hey, actually, I meant to tell you this neighbor kid found the condom in the alley and they put it in the trash can and I um, didn't really know how to respond. So maybe you should talk to your kids about that, you know, because they've her kids have brought up like, oh, what happens when you die or um, does everybody die or what happened to my animal? Like uh, my mom said that they ran away, you know, stuff. And I would bring that up to them at the end of the day because I was their nanny. I was there every single day for multiple hours a day. I went to one of their doctor's appointments once because I needed to answer questions about what the girl's daily routine was. So that being said, I, I one want to apologize to that family and they know exactly who they are, that all that had happened all because I wasn't paying attention to what their kids were doing. And that's what I was getting paid to do was to watch those children. And I wasn't watching them close enough. And because of it, I could have torn apart an entire family. So thankfully they are together. They had a sweet, beautiful little baby boy afterwards. Um, they, they, I honestly, like she's getting her doctorate right now. She works, um, in psychiatry. I think she's a ther therapist or psychiatrist, um, when it comes to like counseling and kids and things like that. And, um, her husband is a, an amazing artist. So the fact that they were able to push through that, even though me being irresponsible with their children, not watching them at the time could have torn up their marriage, it didn't. And I'm so thankful that it didn't because I don't think I would have ever been able to live that down. And again, had nothing to do with me using the condom because I didn't use it. And I know that the, that the husband did not use it. And obviously she knows that too, because they're still together and they worked through it and yada, yada, the neighbor kid 
blah, 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 you know, but, um, now as a mom, I guess that instance really like it triggered me, if you will, to that incident. And I told Nick right away, I was like, you need to tell Cassie about that because what if I would have came home and you wouldn't have told me or, you know, you wouldn't have explained it. And I would have seen some empty condom in the trash. And, and he goes, oh, you wouldn't believe that I would cheat on you. And I was like, no, I wouldn't. But you have to think, what if her kids watch other people's kids? What if they've done this to another family before? What? If, but they've gotten away with it. There's going to come a time where they don't get away with it because they're snooping too much and they're getting into personal business that they shouldn't be getting into. And, and she needs to know that. And her kids need to know that. So, and it was this apparently, because it was uh, the, the girl from the sisters and the sister's friend because the older sister couldn't come. So she's claiming that it was the friend who got into the condom and the makeup and the wine and all this stuff and that she didn't have any part of it. And I, of course I want to believe her. And of course kids are going to say whatever they can to stay out of trouble. But long story short, even though it's already been very long, please monitor the babysitters and watch for things like them getting into your stuff because you have no idea the kind of consequences that it could have if you're not paying close enough attention to what has been moved, what's been touched. And I know some people are like, oh, well, that seems like you're being a little paranoid. But at the end of the day, I'm not because it happened to me. And if I was someone like if I, which technically I was in that um, woman's shoes, you know, my ex's family shoes where, you know, I came home and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Um, luckily I was out of town and, and Nick had told me first, cause I tell you what, if I would have came home and that condom would have been sitting out with an empty wrapper, I would have been fucking pissed. I would have reacted the same way that she reacted all those years ago. And it would have been like, oh, well shit, it came full circle. Good thing. Now, now I know from a mother and a wife's point of view, how upsetting this can be. And mind you, of course, the girls confessed. They publicly apologized. I shouldn't say publicly. They privately apologized to me and my husband. Now, will me and my husband be asking them to babysit anymore? Absolutely not. I mean, why, why should we at the end of the day, even though they were truthful about it? Now I can't trust them. And it's the same thing with, um, my ex and, you know, their kids, uh, because I didn't babysit their kids after that either. And why, and why would I? Because I wasn't watching them and they got into something like a condom. You know, it's just so irresponsible. And now I know how irresponsible that truly was. So I want to say that I apologize again for all of that crap that happened back, like, I mean, almost, what, eight years ago? Something like that. I'm so thankful that I learned that lesson because now that I had the knowledge that I did, uh, when he told me that, I immediately had told him what we should do. And mind you, we did get in a little bit of a fight over it because he was like, oh my gosh, you're overreacting. It's not that big of a deal. And then I told him that story and he was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it that way. I mean, obviously with our relationship, you know, I'd never cheat on you, but yeah, what if they did it, do it to another household? You know, so at the end of the day, folks, the whole point of this entire messy mom bun Monday episode is to be one be aware of your surroundings and who watches your kids and things like that. But two, to make time for your spouse and to love each other and to take some time away from the child without feeling bad about it. Go to dinner, 
have loud sex, enjoy each other's company, hire a babysitter, but make sure that you hire a babysitter that you know who this person is and you set some serious boundaries. You know, don't go in my room. Don't use, you know, you can use the bathroom, but don't go through all my shit. You would think that you wouldn't have to set a boundary like that, but they're But at the end of the day, if you're hiring someone who's like 13 to 16, even 18, people are curious. People get bored. People go through shit. It just is what it is. And I, again, want to express the importance of communication. I know that I didn't directly address the communication, but if you listen, if you really listen throughout the podcast, it's showing that one communicating can not only save your marriage, but it can honestly get you out of a lot of situations that never really should have become a situation. You know, if you are honest and open with your partner always, then you will never have to question whether they're telling the truth or not because you've built that relationship on trust and communication and honest communication. And especially with people who have divorced other people, you know, cause in the, in the end, the people who I had accidentally hurt, not meaning to at all being 19, didn't mean to cause the drama that I did. You know, that mom had been through a divorce and an ugly one at that. And she didn't deserve the things that happened during it. And so, yeah, I can see why she didn't see that he was honest because she'd been through the song and dance before. And yeah, her and her husband did have good communication, but that incident triggered her to feel like, you know, she was in fight or flight mode and it was her kids. You know, now that I'm a mom, I understand. And um, so now you all as moms, I hope that you have all understood the importance of communication, not only with your spouse, but with family members, babysitters, people who are going to be responsible for your children, you need to talk. Just communicate, talk, set boundaries. And again, with your partner, have loud sex, enjoy your evenings, and have dates. Go on dates. And that being said, and that being said, I hope that you all have an amazing Messy Mom Bun Monday. Can't wait to see you guys next week. 